This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Tuesday podcast for you as Boomer and Geo have since departed the building. Al Dukes, it's up. Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, did you watch the Michael K. or listen to the Michael K. Craig Carton interview? I yesterday? saw the first forty minutes of the full commercial free hour, which I thought was amazing that they took no commercial breaks. Yeah, for a full hour. Yes, I was uh, watching on the Yes Network. It was a little strange with the the delay since uh, Michael himself was in Houston for the Yankee game, right? Um, you listen to that show uh, sometimes. Is I like it- that show. Don LaGreca is a friend of mine. Uh, I do watch listen that show often yes is that a uh i know that's a common occurrence during uh baseball season but it was it seemed particularly noisy yesterday well the problem yesterday was the delay didn't work yeah you know usually when and this is anything when mike's on remote and we're on remote like i remember the super bowl week when you guys went to indianapolis it's the one i didn't go with you guys on um looking back i was told that there was a a pretty good delay between when boomer and craig would stop talking and I would pick it up because yeah. of the however it works. It was the opposite, though, yesterday. Michael Kay wasn't finished speaking, and Craig was already starting to answer. Yes. And I I had never seen that before. And it was, it was I, I, I don't know, it was strange. I, that's probably the best word to you. It was just weird. Yeah, the, it, it came up first when Michael Kay was asking Craig why he didn't take a plea deal. And he goes... Craig, why? And and then Craig just goes, I didn't. I wasn't offered one. <laughs> right. And he wasn't finished talking. Right. And now at first you thought, all right, he anticipated the yes. question, but as the interview went on, and it was a little distracting. Yes. You could tell that the cross, the the, the lines just were crossed improperly. It was weird. Yeah. The other time it, it seemed odd was when Michael K was asking him what his relationship was like with Boomer now. Right. And Craig answered, like, we're fine. Everything's fine. It seemed like it was a short answer. You know, you could have read into, like, yes. they're not fine. Right. But it was the way that the delay was working. Yeah, I took it as he just didn't want to discuss it at all. Yeah. Fine or not fine. I have no idea. It just didn't seem like he wanted to go into it. Then, uh, based on my Twitter, a lot of people don't care for that Peter Rosenberg fella. Uh, Peter Rosenberg, as someone who listens to the program, is a guy you either love or hate. Love him or hate him. You know, to, he, to me, he's very much like Craig. You love yeah. Craig or you hate Craig. They and say that's so, a, a lot of the good hosts. That's the 
Absolutely. You either there's no middle ground. For sure. You don't go, hey, I kind of like that Peter Rosenberg. Right. I Me, mean, he kind of. I don't like him so much, but I can tolerate him. It's usually get him off. Right. Or you love the guy, and right. even if it's get him off, you can't stop listening to him sometimes. Um, I thought they were fine. I actually thought they were fine yesterday. I didn't hear it after. I saw a lot of the comments on social media that they were really, uh, you know, nasty towards him when he left the studio. Okay, I didn't hear that. I don't know that, so I won't comment on it. But I thought the interview. Interview-wise, I thought it was okay. You know, I, I thought they asked most of the questions that needed to be asked. I thought Craig was great. You know, you're watching him, and you sit there and say, he doesn't look like a guy who's going to prison. Like, I was watching him. Again, you put him in front of a microphone, he just looks comfortable. And he's still engaging. Like, you're listening to it, and I'm sitting there. I'm just watching. Like, God damn it, dude. You know, it's frustrating and sad and all those, you know, words you want to use. I talked to him afterwards. I said, hey, I said, uh, for one more day, you were the most compelling thing on the radio it today. It was. I agree. That was a compelling hour of uh, broadcasting. Now, when they came back after the hour, they only had a few minutes before they, they had to go to Yankee coverage. And they took a couple calls of whom, for some reason, people didn't believe Craig was sexually molested, which is a tough thing to say you don't believe somebody. Um, I thought that was a little strange, those callers. They sounded like losers, if I will, if I may, Jerry. And then uh, Peter Rosenberg had talked about that uh, wondering that or they somehow forgot or didn't talk to him about, you know, um, adding lines to emails and forging signatures and these sorts of things. But I thought Peter Rosenberg was really locked in on his New Jersey 101.5 stunts, which Mm -hmm. seemed strange to bring up all these years later. I think I thought about this a lot because you mentioned it to me this morning. The more I thought about it and the more I was thinking about what they were discussing it, you got to remember, one of the things Michael Kay brought up to Craig was that you have said some really nasty things about people. Now, I thought Craig did a really good job explaining it in the same way he always did to us. From 6 to 10 when that light's on, I'm doing a show, and he went into it, I thought, very well yesterday. And we used to see it, how he would destroy somebody in the building. And then he'd walk out at 10 o'clock, and they might confront him, and he'd be like... Okay. Did I, I say don't that? remember. Yeah. Right. Like it was almost like, listen, that was Craig from the Boomer and Carton show. Oh, talk to me tomorrow morning between six and ten because I've already checked out. Right. And we were, and we've been with Craig so much off the air that you know he's two different people in that regard. If you're Peter Rosenberg, who we watched and witnessed Craig destroy on an everyday basis, I could see him holding a little bit of a grudge. Right. And so. I actually, you know, the one thing I took at it from that standpoint, beyond him going back to the 101.5 days, I thought the two of them actually got along while being very honest with one another, too. Like, yes. Peter at one point said something along the lines of, um, I'm I'm a radio guy like you, and I actually appreciate what you do. I don't like you. <laughs> but, you know, it was very honest, and, you know, even Craig was kind of like that with him as well. Uh, I thought it was fine. I did. I wish I heard what happened afterwards because I didn't hear any of that stuff. But no one, neither of the hosts seemed to understand that sometimes radio hosts say things on the air to get a reaction, which seemed very strange to me. Like Peter said, oh, you know, that's your approach. My approach is more the Howard Stern approach, which is complete honesty. If you think Howard Stern is completely honest on the air, you're crazy. Right, sure. How do you... Not only that, but Peter is in the the world of rap music, right? Right, sure. Which is full of guys 
trashing each other on albums and yeah, songs. Oh yeah. Nonstop. And being misogynistic, which he yelled at Craig for, being uh, uh, racist, which he yelled at Craig for also. And if it's okay for those rappers to be playing a character or doing something on record, why isn't it? why is it not okay to see two different people, one the on-air radio personality and sure. one the real-life person? Just like Peter works with WWE Wrestling. You know, those guys are playing a role on TV. They're not really going to fight each other if the cameras aren't right. on. It's a male soap opera. Yeah, it's a, this was a similar thing. And I, I get radio feels different because it's such an intimate um, medium. You know, you're listening for the most part by yourself. You're stuck in your car. And everything seems to be real, but things get embellished all the time. I tell you one thing, I, the one answer I loved, not about it being embellished or anything like that, but I think Don asked him, if you had not been arrested, where would you be today? Right. And Craig's answer was, he didn't even blink. He goes, gambling, right, winning or losing, and, and having a number one rated morning show. And Don's like, you mean you don't think nothing would have clicked with you that you would have stopped any of this? Nope. Why? It was going great, you know, until it didn't, obviously. Right. But, you know, and that's where Craig said, you know, maybe in a way this is the best thing that could happen to me. Um, and, you know, you appreciate that take if that is, in fact, true. Right. So. Now, one of the places, uh, I, I guess yesterday they had, uh, Craig had to put in for which, uh, do you say, uh, what's the difference between jail and prison? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. I don't think anything. Are they the same thing? Uh, I would think so. I, I thought one meant something different. Maybe I don't know. jail's but... a local town cell. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to go to the local town cell. But I guess he got to put in for where he would like to go. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that before. Yeah. What's the difference between jail and prison? Maybe I'll Google that one of these I days, I was not Jerry. aware there was a difference. Let me ask. Difference between jail and prison comes up. Let's see, Jerry. Let's see what it says. Mm-hmm. The fundamental difference between jail and prison is the length of stay. Think short-term and long-term. Jails are usually run by local law enforcement. Okay, that's right. And they're designed to hold inmates awaiting trial. Prison. So he's going to prison. Prison. Would you go visit him? Yes. We'll 100% make a road trip. I would like to think that we would make a trip to see him one day. I think he's going to go. Uh, we put in for the, a place in Pennsylvania near Bucknell. Which is about two hours and 45 minutes. Is that right? I've made that trip to Bucknell two or three times with Columbia. What do you think that visit is like? Is it like we've seen on TV shows? Because it's not. Craig didn't commit a violent crime. I don't know. Do we think we're playing bocce ball in the courtyard? No, but like, do we have to just sit at that table where the guard stands over? No, I don't think Sam Waterson's going to be there looking over us. I think we'll be okay. Um, But somewhere in between that. I don't think we're going to be, I don't think we're going to take turns on the phone. No, no, it's not a phone thing. Right. But it's also, I don't think we're going to be able to stroll the grounds either with him. I don't think. If I were to say, may I take a photo with Craig? I don't know about that. Right, I don't either. I would think the phone gets checked at the door. Ooh, I would think all that stuff. I mean, because you can't. What are you hiding in the phone? Right. They might check your anal crack. I don't know. If that's the case, I'm not going. Well, you'll be there already. You just might not go back. (laughs) No, no. If I made the drive all the way out there and I got in line to get in, they go, we must check your anal crack. No. And all you dummies. You would, you would turn around and go back? <laughs> I'm not letting somebody check my anal crack. And all you dummies like tweeting me, telling me the classic Craig better not drop the soap. He's not a, a He's not an Alcatraz. Criminal. Right. <laughs> it's a white collar crime. 
What was the movie? That's what they also sold Tango and Cash. Was that right? Listen, I'm sure it's not Just, wonderful there. You get that reference? Or I no? don't. I'm aware it's a movie. Yes. But I don't know. Kurt Russell, Sylvester Stallone, they committed a white collar crime. Okay. And they were put in the back. It was supposed to be three months easy, easy. get out. And then they lost track of them. Oh. And they ended up in a high security facility. Oh. Don't drop the soap. That's when you don't drop the Correct. soap. Correct. Right. Yes. In general population. But yeah, it's not going to be a fun time. No, there's nothing good about it. Of course not. I would definitely not. lift weights, though, and get in shape. That's what most of them do. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Like That's what the situation is doing. Well, he's away now. He's in jail now for our prison. For he had a tax evasion situation, right? But he's getting in. Where did he go? He ended up going uh, upstate New York somewhere, which I thought was the place Craig was going to request. All right, all right. So did we cover everything with that, Jerry? Let me look at my notes. I wrote Craig on K Rosenberg rappers after he left. Yeah, got it. All right, what else do we got here? Oh, by the way, I did think it was good to see him on TV wearing a Rutgers pullover and a hat. Because he looked like he looked every day yes. here. Yeah, that would that that's the my hoodie, point. The like, hat. You turned it on and he just looks comfortable doing what he does. Mm-hmm. Speaks clearly, takes control of the situation. He took control of that room immediately. You're right. You know, Michael K opens with a question. I'll get to that. First, I'd like <laughs> it like I was like, Wow. Yes. Like it's like it's his room. Yes. It is it's funny the, He was the pack leader. The different personalities. It really is amazing how he was always the type that once she spoke, you listen to him. Yes. You know, and it's not like you're being a follower or nothing like that. It's just he has that, I don't know, he captures you for some reason. Always has. And I used to listen to him on 101.5. So pretty wild, actually. I thought that immediately. I'm like, damn, he just took charge. (laughs) He's like, I'll get to your question. (laughs) But first, let me say Let me mention WFAN 17 times. I want to get this out first. And you'll listen. Pretty good. All right, Jerry, I also got a lot, you know, the other day we talked about when I had the dog, where I test drove a dog for the weekend. Uh, yeah. And I was uh, mentioning. That's what we call it, you test drove the dog? That's right. I was a trial run with the dog. Trial run with the dog. There and, you go. And I was mentioning how this dog required sleeping in the bed. Right. Which I was not a fan of because, and then you revealed your cat sometimes sleeps in the bed. On the bed. On not the bed. in the bed. Right, on the bed. Yes. And then I had questioned, when do people have sexy time? If their dog is staring at them, is staring at them. And I had also wondered on Twitter, do dogs know when we are naked? So I got a lot of response of you did. on Twitter for these things. Most people said that when their dog sees them naked or has up, <laughs> gives them a nasty look. I had people that reached out to me that said they've had sex in the room where their dog gives them a dirty look. What qualifies as a dirty look from a dog exactly? I've gotten dirty looks from dogs. A hundred percent. We're overthinking this. No, no, no. My one dog, when my mother would sneeze, just my mother, would give her this look and then leave the room like, <laughs> you disgusting <laughs> animal. Right. So Your mom was the animal, not the dog. I mean, come on. Then a guy said that when he would uh, have sexy time with himself, oh, geez. the dog would leave the room, and the next time he saw the dog, the dog would look at him like, what a disgusting... And the, the guy think, said he felt so guilty. You don't think there's any subconscious guilt there that he's making it up? That he's putting on the dog? Absolutely, of course. Then I had a guy who told me I could use his first name only. His name is Matt. He said just last night or two nights ago, 
he had sex with his wife while the dog stayed on the bed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is disgusting. But he said he would only do that at night in the dark. Where you he, don't know it's really there. He couldn't make eye contact with the dog. Ugh. That is funny. That's a bit much. Yes. The dog in the room, whatever. The dog on the bed. Then no another good. guy said, don't ever get a dog if you if you don't want interrupted sexy time. Because the dog will somehow find its way. And bother you. And bother you. All right. So this is perfect for you. You're getting a dog. <laughs> Not tonight, hon. The dog's here. Dog. I wish the dog, like, I just want a dog who will wait patiently outside the bedroom with the door shut without scratching, sniffing, whining, because that'll throw me off. So you want a stuffed animal. I'd love a stuffed animal dog. That would be perfect. So I appreciate everyone who reached out about uh, uh, having sexy time with their dog. You, help, in the you room. helped Al kill his Monday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I read a lot. Of I them. know you did. How about this, Jerry? A new. You ever art- get out? What do you mean? Like, one second. Sorry. So like, I, I love the idea of living in, a, in an apartment or a condo. Yeah. Nine months out of the year. Okay. This time of year, I, I think it would really bother me to live in an apartment yeah. building. Do you ever like get out though? Like a day like yesterday it was it? I think it got to eighty yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was breezy. It was beautiful. Is there any desire to go take a walk or go run or take a bike ride or just get out of the apartment? Or are you locked up in that apartment all afternoon? Well, I have a nice sliding glass door that I open. Which, oh, you can open. Okay, which, uh, I didn't know that the air comes in, which is very nice. I have a, a, a I'm near a baseball field. I get to watch uh, baseball. But you don't leave. But I don't leave when I'm at Gina's house. That's where you spend your time outside. Yeah, That's because fair. then I do feel like, you know, it's more of a neighborhood that you would walk in, sure. bike in. I'm in a weird spot now where I'm not really in a walking, biking. But you have the trail, though, right by you. I do, but that trail seems like trouble. It seems different, for sure. Yeah. So I was just wondering. Such, it was such a nice day yesterday. I, like, I, I couldn't sit in the house yesterday. The Hudson Trail. Yeah. It's huge. It is, but it doesn't seem like it's really guarded by anything. And they, It's not. And there's like... There could be. There could be. I haven't seen it. It seems like if I were a troublemaker, I'd be walking on that trail looking for trouble. Or hiding in the weeds. Yeah, or hiding in the weeds. I know, I know what you're saying. I see people running back there all the time. That, or I know someone's going to be walking their pit bulls that they can't control. Could be the case, and yes. attack I did see a, uh, in the Bahamas, there was a guy on the beach walking his newborn pit bull. Oh, newborn. See, I would I play with a you. newborn pit what bull. What an adorable yeah. little son oh. A puppy pit bull. Man, was it cute. Adorable. Absolutely adorable. It was. It was. And it was cute, too. Like, it was walking side by side with him. They scooped it up, and he was petting it. Like, man, see? I could see how you get roped in. Right. Very, very cute. Do the Bahamas have wild dogs like Aruba does? Not that I saw. I did not see that. We didn't go, you know, we went out to dinner a few nights, but we didn't. But even on the beach, like in Aruba, you'll see wild dogs. Did not see anything. You know what I liked about this place we stayed at? They had... um, Guarding the perimeter of their beach. Yeah. The security guards in towers. And there was one case where one woman was trying to sell, you know, the hats that she makes. And he got down. He's like, hey, you were here already this morning. See you tomorrow. And he made her move along. Is that like right? She made her rounds already. Okay. And she was trying to come back for a second time. And he's like, I let you go this morning. Once a day is fine. Move on. Keep going. Move it and along. she just kept it going. I actually liked that a lot. They were out there at 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. every day. The guards. Cool. Yeah. In, yeah, I in like towers. That. Like, instead of, like, lifeguards, they oh. were security guards. Ooh, that I, I love. That was great. Yeah, it was really good, actually. 
Very made you very comfortable. I like to get those on the Hudson Trail. Who do I speak to? Matawan Police? Yes. Yes. Sergeant Stark. Sergeant Stark? Yes. He was the one that put together the softball game okay. in Matawan. So if you'd like, I have his number. If I see him at the uh, Starbucks, I'll say, why don't we get some guard towers on this Hudson Trail? Bam. Right, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you. What else? Well, one of the things now that you were, I was intrigued by these wild dogs. You said they weren't in the Bahamas, but I did see them in uh, Aruba. I saw them in the Dominican Republic, too. In the Dominican oh, Republic. Right. So why, this is my question. Sometimes when you see a wild dog, they have a lot of nipples. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say marks. No, like a, not a lot of nipples because... My question is, if if I have a female dog, like I've, I've had female dogs, I've never seen nipples on my dog. Do they only come out when the dog is pregnant? I don't know. I have no idea. Who I've could, never noticed that. Who could help me with this? Sergeant Stark. Both things he's helping <laughs> me with? I have no idea. Dog nipples? I don't know. Why don't you go ask? I bet you Eddie knows. Yeah. Eddie's a dog guy. I will ask him. But if someone gets Homer's can, a big Jesus guy. Eddie's right. a big dog guy. Big dog guy. Right. Do dogs' nipples only appear after they are pregnant? Like, if a dog is spayed, do their nipples disappear? I have no idea. I do not know. It's a good I... drop, though. <laughs> Cut out if a dog is spayed and just leave the rest. Do his nipples disappear? <laughs> this kind of goes to both stories we did here, uh, dogs and uh, kids and pets. Uh, couples, Jerry, it says here, are getting sleep divorces, and it may be the key to a happy marriage. What does that mean? More than 30% of Americans say they prefer to sleep apart from their partner. Wow, is that interesting you say that? Yeah. I slept on the couch last night. Yes, especially when you have off hours. Yes. Like we do. And I did it specifically last night because, A, I was exhausted, and B, my wife was exhausted from just getting back, and we didn't sleep much the night before. Yeah. And I remember I said to her, usually I will go to bed around 8, right around there. She'll come to bed around 11. I don't normally hear her. And most nights she doesn't hear me. But I knew she was overly tired last night. And I just said to her, I'm like, you know what? Instead of me waking you up, because sometimes she'll roll, you know, she does hear me in the shower or whatever. I'm like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to sleep in the basement tonight. And I'm going to shower in the other in the other bathroom I'm going to come in the room tonight just so I get a good night's sleep because her night was really broken the night before. And so, perfect. I sent her a text this morning. Hope you slept well. She wrote back. It was fantastic. Wonderful. So I could totally see yes. that. And I have a friend of mine who sleeps on the couch every night because it's a similar type thing where his wife gets up at 8, I think. She works 10 to 6. I think she gets up at 8. He gets up at 4.45 or something and goes to bed earlier. So that they don't interrupt each other during the week. He's on the couch Sunday night through Thursday night. I wonder if there are happy couples that have separate bedrooms, completely separate bedrooms. Mm. You're in the same house. That would be weird. I mean, you could make the case that me and my wife have separate rooms in that she decorates the bedroom. I mean, whatever, even though my clothes and everything's in there. I look at it as more hers. Yes. Then there's the office for me where I do a lot of some radio work. It's your space. It's all my stuff. You could make the case if I put a cot in there or like one of those. I had one of those uh, one of those beds that they look like a couch. Futon? Yes. If I put a futon in there and I got a wall space ready for it, it'd look every bit like a guest room would be mine. <laughs> right. So I don't know that I'd want to sleep in there every night. But right. I, I could see that. Yeah. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. You know what works good too? Having your own place Monday through Friday and then being together only on the weekends. <laughs> 
I kind of think sometimes when I'm down by Gina's, she wants me to go to sleep early so she could watch what she wants on Netflix. That could be. Oh, for sure. Because I put on murder shows. See, with us, with the kid, the kids control the TV for the most part in our house, so we never really watch anything. Thankfully, my my oldest son's into the baseball and the basketball, so my wife gets screwed just watching sports all the time. But I I say this legitimately: I have not watched a sitcom, a drama, a documentary on TV on you know on a regular basis. I would say. In eight to ten years. <laughs> Legitimately. I do not watch television yeah. unless it's a game. Or it's Impractical Jokers. I watch that. That you watch on marathon that's style. That's it, though. Yeah, that's it. It's weird. On, on true TV. Yeah. Go yeah. away. I'm like, that's why I was so excited being on JetBlue the other day. Right. You could watch. Got to watch Law and Order. And catch up on some things. Yeah. You do love Law and Order. I do. All right, Jerry. That is what we call the post-game podcast. I'll see you tomorrow. Now, up next is a program we call the warm-up show. So Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, in more ways than one sometimes. All right, here we go. It's Tuesday morning, the day after the national championship game, of which Al saw none of. Nor did Eddie, and I saw very little of. But that's okay, because Virginia won, and then we got a whole bunch of other stuff that Al's going to bring our way. Oh, hi, Jerry. I was just watching the game in Boomer's office. He had it up there. How'd that go? Did you watch one shining moment yet? Uh, I did not see one shining moment yet. Who got the tie? The tie? Oh, I don't know. The Nance tie. The Jim Nance tie? That I'm not familiar with yet. That was like a big deal that one year, and then we never heard about the tie again. (laughs) Right. Maybe he stopped doing it. Greg got wind of that, and that became a big deal for the yeah. day. <laughs> so, you're right. And then we never heard about the tie ever no, again. No, maybe Carson Edwards got the tie. Whoever that is, I'll assume he was a terrific he was on Purdue. Yeah. young ball player. Right. Jerry, tonight could be historic at City Field. Jacob DeGrom. Has going, got it going on? He does have it going on. He's going into this game with 26 straight scoreless innings. No idea what the record is. But they're playing the Twins. You're a guy who watches Major League Baseball Channel, the network, MLB Network. Do the Twins stink or are they good? Uh, they're not great. They're not great. Not great. Do you think Jacob, they did make some signings in the offseason, but not great? Not Do great I think signings. He'll go seven scoreless, scoreless innings tonight. Six scoreless. Hmm. Oh, six. Because I'd yes. pull him out if he's scoreless at six. I say yes. Let's keep this streak going. Why the hell not? Watch. Give up a home run on the first inning. Right. To whomever is leading off for the Twins. <laughs> even Brian Dozier's not there anymore. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, Jerry. Yes, this is what do. I mean. The Twins, no one knows who they are. You know who he is. The last guy in the Twins I know is Kirby Puckett. <laughs> and then Rod Carew before that. <laughs> That's going back a ways Burp now. Burp Blylevin. Oh, my God. All right, I'm out of Twins. Paul Molitor. <laughs> Other done. than that, I'm done Got with the it. Twins. So I will lock into that, I think, tonight, Jerry. All right. For at least a half hour. <laughs> if he gives up a run in the first inning, though, I am out of there. Well, yeah, because then you're, especially if there's not much of a crowd at City Field on a right. Tuesday night. Right, because I'll be like, what are we See, doing here? This, to me, is an intriguing game because you've got DeGrom on the mound. It's a Tuesday night. The kids are still in school, which means I don't expect more than, what do you, give me an over-under. I, and I don't want the paid attendance. Me you neither. Tell me what it looks like. Over-under 15,000 people. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go just a hair under. You're going to go, okay. I'm going to go agree. under. Mm. Because people will, some locals, it's DeGrom. because it's DeGrom. I think it'll be right around that number. Yeah. Point is, it's going to be 65% empty. Great night to go to the ballpark. Right. 
Great night. Get your tickets and yes. go out there. I agree. Unfortunately, Jacob DeGrom is not facing Chris Davis and the Orioles tonight because that dude is All now right. 0 for his last 49. I do feel bad for him, though. Did you see any of the highlights of this game? Well, I know he struck out his last two at-bats. Yeah, he did, but his and he, first three at-bats. They were quality at-bats. Line drives. He just hit them right at guys. Now, is he visibly ticked? He was the third. I think it was his third at bat when he lines out to left field because he hit a good shot to left field. Left fielder's going back, makes the catch, and he's coming off the field. He looks, and he just goes like this. Like, just can't catch a break. Correct. So, yeah, he struck out twice to end the night, but his first three at bats were pretty good. I would treat my next hit like when guys are first in the majors and they throw the ball back in so that you could keep it. You want... When he actually gets yeah. the next hit. I want the first base coach to signal for the ball for Chris Davis. Could you imagine going, I know you can, but you were in Little well, League. And now you're a much better ball player. I was like Chris Davis, like though. I hit a lot of quality outs. I hit oh, a lot for of. 49? Yeah. Going back to September 14th? They shouldn't count those. Just like the DeGrom 26 straight innings. At the end of the season, it should be like, we're starting fresh. I don't disagree with that. But at the end of the day, he still has. You can actually now say, and it's legit. Dude doesn't have a month of hit in like seven months. He doesn't. Let me ask you this question. If I had a Jacob DeGrom pitching to Chris Davis and he got five at-bats in a row, no one else is, this is just a, it's like a, like a sideshow. Right. I got Jacob DeGrom pitching to Chris Davis, five at-bats. Does he get a hit? <laughs> no. I mean, obviously you would say no, which means he probably would homer three times. Right. <laughs> Think That's what that. he needs. Uh, you know his contract? I mentioned it yesterday. Chris Davis's? $161 million oh, over seven years. <laughs> For no hits. <laughs> he's, bat- he's batting, like legitimately, he's batting zero. Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Batting zero. Most pitchers in the National League are already batting more than zero. Right. That's, I feel bad for the guy. Zach, Zach Greinke has two home runs. Oh, my God. Right. Look at that. And uh, what's with this Chris Mullins uh, leaving? Mullen, not Mullins. Jerry, what's with this Chris Mullen leaving St. John's? I said I don't the boomer. I, I go. <laughs> we're talking a pre-show meeting. I go. What's he been there? A year, two years? <laughs> <laughs> boomer goes four years. Oh, right. Yes, that went very quick. And this was he finally gets into the tournament this year. And I guess the AD backed them a couple of days ago. And yeah. now all of a sudden, who is it? Rothstein that had this report. Initially, last night. The this is March dude? Yes. This is March dude, yes. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, let me ask you this question. Is it true you can't go home again? That's what they say. In some cases. I'm sure it's worked out in others. I was trying to think. Of course, my sports knowledge is not vast that I could <laughs> come up with anything. But I was trying to think like a guy who is like at the top of his game. I'm sure I would need give me a couple minutes. I'm sure I can come up with somebody. You would Google that. Yeah, I would say so. What would you Google? Can, would you Google, can well, you go home again? Or would you Google something more specific? Does Joe Torre count? And he was a mess managing the Mets. He's from New York. Came back, managed the Yankees no. several times. What I need is like, you know, Larry Bird to go coach oh, at Indiana played. State University mm-hmm. and take them to a title. Or or go coach the Celtics to a yes. title. Something yes. like that. Yes, I'm yes, sure yes. there's an example of that. I'd have to... Give me a minute. I'm sure yeah. someone driving around right now wants to put their head through the windshield. Yeah. I would Google it, it right now, but I'm busy. So if you could just tweet it to me, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and you might have it by the time the break's up. Yeah. And, have plenty of time. And then um, just take note of this, Jerry. I know you, are, you do updates here and you do say names and things. You always get names correct when you pronounce them Not right. Not always. 
if he comes up on the show in the future, Johnny Manziel is now John Manziel. It's great, Al. So Johnny Man, do not say Johnny Man. I'm not going to say where did this come up? Like where did he? Well, make this announcement. I think there was a big press conference. You think there was a press conference for this? Yeah, I don't think there was a press conference. Well, for he was going to have one, but then the AAF I, folded. I, I did. I did see him suck down. Was it him or was it no? Baker Mayfield was the one that was sucking down helium. Oh, so we'll play that for you. Come out of at six thirty. Ooh, Baker Mayfield on helium. Not really sure why he did it, but he did that because he's feeling himself because he's got Odell I Beckham, suppose. Jarvis Landry. What is? Jonathan Manziel now do with himself. John Manziel? He said he's interested in the media or coaching. Oh, Who's interested in him, though? <laughs> no one. Now, coaching makes sense. Great college career. Did play in the NFL and the AF <laughs> briefly. <laughs> Great? So, oh, yeah. Well, he could go coach college. Why not? Quarterbacks. Absolutely. Sure. You coach college, high school, college, work your way up to the NFL where you can have like one of those positional coaches. Oh, yeah. Who you love. Yes. Here is here is John Manziel. He coaches the kick returners. <laughs> right. I love the like, tight ends coach. By the way, think about how great, forget that. How great is it to be a return coach? You can't return the ball anymore. Right. I would just be like this at my coaching sessions if I was the kid. I'd kneel it. <laughs> Shut up. We have to take a quick break. I would kneel this one. We're going to find out if you can go home again during the break, and then we'll have the answer for you after the break, and then Boomer and I know Gio will be in the studio at that point here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, welcome back. Virginia won last night. Yankees lost. All right, I got a bunch of examples now, Al. I'm embarrassed I didn't think of one. One we should be as a show embarrassed we didn't think of. So this was to reset Jerry. We were gone for a very long time there. Uh, we were talking about Chris Mullen and St. John's. And have there been examples in the past of people that have gone home, Jerry, right, great and players won that it became, all. Right. Now, the one, I'm not sure he was a great player, but all he was right. a good player. Tom Flores with the Raiders. All right. Okay, we'll give me him. The one I don't know how I didn't think of was Tommy Heinsohn with the Celtics. That's a really good one. The one uh, that's questionable, Mike Sosha with the Dodgers and Angels. It's L.A. That's kind of right. like the Tory one I gave you. Yeah, I'm not this buying that This is the one. one as a show. I don't know how we didn't get this one. Got it. Remember the name? Jurgen Klinsman. Jurgen Klinsman. I don't count soccer, Why? Jerry. Because that's not. Why? Not a real sport. <laughs> he, he played. It is a real sport. Oh. He played and won national championships mm. and then coached them to a national championship before. Didn't he coach like the U.S. too after yeah, Germany? Jurgen Klinsman. Jurgen Klinsman. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So we should have thought of him. All right. And Mike Ditka's another one with the Bears. Oh. What about All Dan right. Reeves? Dan Reeves. And then there's Dan Reeves. Cowboys. Anybody else? He didn't coach the Cowboys. Mm. I sat next to him on an airplane once. How'd that go for you? First class. Okay. You didn't pay for it. No, it was the one my dad worked for Delta. <laughs> that's right. But I looked over. I was sitting right next to a man with a Cowboy Super Bowl ring, and I was like, that's Dan Reeves. Hmm. What'd you say to him? He said to me, how are you doing? That's a little much to wear that out in public, yeah. though, right? I pretended not to know who he was. Yeah. <laughs> you do that often, don't you? Yeah. Wake up here. with Boomerang Geo from 6 to 10 a.m.